Welcome back to the Pro Journey Podcast, and I'm your host, Coach Kyle. And in today's episode, I want to really discuss, and this kind of goes more in line with the parental eyes, right? So looking at a parent and what they see. And I'm actually going to talk about specifically futsal, and here's why. And the reason for this is because on the futsal court, there is zero hiding. And I think futsal lets people see or hopefully shows people where their kid is really at, where their player is really at. What are they strong at and what are they missing? What is exposing them on the court? Because remember, when you play futsal, you have to attack, you have to defend, you have to shoot, you have to pass, you have to block, and everybody has to do all of those things. It's not send three guys up to play attack, one guy back on D or vice versa. It's everybody if you're going to be successful. Now, when I'm talking about the parental eyes, this is what I like, or I should say this is what I want to highlight because I think it's so important that you as a parent can separate, for example, coaching decisions versus the way your kid played. And I'm going to give you an example, okay? I watched a team at a futsal tournament, one of the biggest ones in the country, actually the biggest one, it's called the World Futsal Championships. I do this tournament every year. I love it. The environment is very good. The competition is excellent. And it's just top, top, top level. Okay. Anyways, there's a team I was watching. They had a parent coach. Parent coach. And all the players were pretty much without major instructions. Right? So, parent coach, no major instructions. Kids go out and play. And they perform better than a lot of other players and teams in general with a coach and with a set of instructions. So what I'm trying to highlight here or really get your mind to engage with is how is it possible for a team that has no actual coach, has a bunch of players, and they win over 50% of their games played? And there's other teams at this tournament that lost almost every game or won one game, won two games, won three games, but didn't win enough. And they've had instruction, they've had everything. Well, most people are going to say, hey, it's the coach's fault. And while there might be some, a little bit, some, okay, truth to that, this team, and I'm just highlighting a group, were able to win over 50%, probably 65% of their games. So that means they won four out of six. With no coach, no instructions. And you know what they had though? They had a mentality, a desire, and a competitive edge to win. They want to win. There was no excuses other than, hey, we're showing up to this event and we're playing to freaking win. That's it. There was nothing else. So from a parent perspective, right, look at it this way. Your kid's playing in this in, in whatever game. I'm just using futsal again because it's easier. It's five on five, one goalkeeper per team, and four court players. You should be able to tell... When you're watching the game of your child playing or your your player playing, can they hang and or can they dominate? If you can't answer the first question, or I should say, if you say, no, my kid can't hang, that's not the coach's fault. If the kid can't hang, that is not the coach's fault. That's the player's fault. That's a big factor that we, I, I should say, I want you as parents to think about. Can your player hang? Yes or no? Okay, let's say it's yes. Okay, we move on to the next question. Are they dominating? 
Or can they dominate? Yes or no? Yes? No. And you got to answer that question because if they're dominating, that means they're the best player on the court or one of them, right? There's only eight guys, court players on the court. Are they dominating? Yes or no? And if no, what's the reason for them not dominating? So they can hang. If they're not dominating, they're missing something. Maybe it's technique. Maybe it's mentality. Maybe it's physicality. Maybe it's aggression. There's a bunch of things it could be. But, you know, I'm trying to get you to think about it's not just the coach's fault. The player has to play. If the players don't turn up and they don't show up when it's time to play and they don't perform, that's not necessarily the coach's fault. Like, I'll give you an example. When I play, I don't need a coach to motivate me. I don't need a coach to warm me up. I don't need a coach to tell me, hey, you need to play this game. No, no, no. I'm showing up. I'm showing up and I'm playing. That's it. I don't need somebody to tell me how to do my job. I need to show up because it's my thing I want. I want to be I want to be the best player I can be. That's it. Not looking for more. But that's on me or you as an example as the player. Your coach can't motivate you to a point where you say, "Hey, this is my time to shine. It's time for me to have the game of my life and I'm not letting anybody take that away from me. I'm stepping up today." That's it. You control that destiny, not anybody else. So like when I'm watching this team and they're winning four out of six games, I'm going, I'm like, what is the disconnect that these group of players can do that with no coach? They don't need a coach. They have a parent coaching who's literally just managing subs. Yet the players are able to make it happen. And yet I'm watching everybody else. And when I mean everybody else, I'm watching other teams play and you can hear conversation from parents on the sideline saying, Oh, the coach shouldn't have done this. Oh, the coach that, the coach this, the coach that. And I'm going, why can't you just look at your kid, your son or daughter or your player, whatever you, whatever word you want to use and go, he's just or she's just not good enough in this game, in this moment? That happens. Sometimes the player's just not good enough. And don't get me wrong. There are times when coaches make mistakes. I've made plenty of mistakes myself as a coach. I'm sure any coach will hold their hand up and say, yep, I've made plenty of mistakes. And to give you an example, everybody talks about how great of a coach or a trainer or a manager Pep Guardiola is. And the last three games he's played in, Champions League final, Community Shield, and then the first game of the Premier League, he's lost every game. Hasn't scored a goal. So he's this super coach, super manager, yet he's lost three in a row. Hasn't scored a goal and hasn't won a game. That happens. And some of that might be on the coach for his poor decision-making or whatever. For sure. Now, on the other side, a player has responsibility himself or herself to show up. To say, you know what? I'm taking this. And so you as a parent have to realize when your kid shows up and when your kid doesn't show up. Did your player show up today in this game? Yes or no? And if the player hasn't shown up, then you, you, you as a parent should not be talking about anybody else. It's the same thing as a coach. If I as the coach go to a game and I don't show up and you know I don't do the best that I can to make sure the players are ready, I can't talk about anything else. So until you give 100%, don't talk about anybody else at all. Don't. Talk about the things that you control first. And then look at something else and say, okay, that wasn't good enough. This wasn't good enough. But hey, I can say I did my job. Okay. So again, as a parent, use this hopefully as a tool to say, you know what? I need to evaluate my child differently. 
are they actually turning up? And if they're not, acknowledge that. Be like, yeah, you know what? My kid wasn't good enough today. And instead of saying, oh, I can't understand why my kid's not playing, maybe understand that your kid's not at the level yet. Maybe. And I, I can't talk about all circumstances. I'm talking about some that I know. Or you say, you know what? My kid's not ready yet. He's not at the level. Or, you know what? He's not starting. I hope when my kid goes in, he shows up. He proves the coach wrong. There's different ways to look at it. But if we're talking about taking ownership of a situation, that's how you start it from a parent perspective. Own it. Get your kid to own it and then own as a parent when your kid's not good enough or hasn't turned up or has turned up. If he's turned up, you can say, yeah, that was my kid. If he hasn't turned up, you say, you know what? He needs to be better. Own that. Just own it. And I think you're going to find bigger growth from your, from your player, your child, because we're taking ownership now of their development. We're saying, you know what? It's on you, little Johnny, to earn your freaking spot. It's on you, Johnny, to show up so the coach doesn't take you off. Or whatever the circumstance is. Something to think about. Keep it in mind. The players also need to have responsibility. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're enjoying the podcast and finding valuable information from it. Now, I do have a quick ask of you, and that would be to make sure to follow me on all social media platforms like Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, which is at Kyle C. Wilson Official, and on Twitter, which is the Kyle C. Wilson. And if you could help me do that, that would continue to help reinforce the ideas that I want to continue producing content specifically made for you guys to help educate you. And as always, you know I'm there to help as I have $23,195 worth of content available for free through my YouTube channel that will answer and help a lot of the problems that you're going through, or at least your child's going through. So if you haven't found that yet, go to the YouTube channel, Kyle C. Wilson Official. And without further ado, let's get back into the episode.